Are you ready? Hello and welcome to another episode of the Around the CFL podcast. Anthony here with you once again. And today we are joined by two very special guests. Coach Taylor McIntyre and Emily Todd are joining us. And we're going to be talking about the second annual Women's Football Conference. We'll be right back and we're going to get to our chat with Taylor and Emily. Today we are joined by two very special guests to talk about women's football. The second annual women's football conference takes place from March 1st to 3rd at Tim Hortons Field in Hamilton, Ontario. Joining us today are the founders of this amazing conference, Coach Taylor McIntyre and Emily Todd. Welcome back. Thank you. Thank you so much for having us. What have you guys been up to lately? Uh, So for me, just busy with work through Football Ontario. We're back into our Team Ontario tryout. So that's been going really well. Looking forward to that season. And then I'm supporting OEFA as well, the Women's Intercollegiate Football Association here in Ontario. So a whole lot of football going on for me. That's awesome. So Emily, we'll start with you. You've been very instrumental in the U18 Women's National Championship Tournament that's been going on every year. What would you attribute to the success of the tournament so far? For sure. I think, um, again, Ontario was fortunate enough to host the tournament in Ottawa the second year around, and we saw a growth in the number of provinces that were able to participate. So I think just being able to see it grow each year has been incredible. Um, Ontario had two teams in the second tournament, which was great as well, just for our province to see the number of coaches that are getting involved, the number of athletes that are getting involved in these opportunities has been great. And I'm looking forward to heading to Calgary in July for the third installment of the tournament and we'll see how it goes. And another kind of highlight for yourself personally, you were on stage at the 2023 CFL Awards and had a very special shout out from TSN's Kate Baroness. What was that moment like for you? That was pretty exciting. I found out about that opportunity about a week before the awards. Um, They asked if I wanted to be one of the presenters. I didn't realize I was going to be the only award presenter that was there, but it was an incredible experience. I think Honestly, I still haven't really processed it, but just to have the support of my friends and family and different people kind of seeing that moment was really special for me. And um, to think just a couple of years ago, I was, you know, just volunteering in football. And now that it's become my full-time job and I've had a lot of really great um, experiences and opportunities the past couple of years, I'm just really grateful for it and looking forward to what 2024 has in store. Taylor, you had a key role in a pretty big spectacle recently, the Grey Cup. How is it being a part of a hugely successful event? The Grey Cup was an amazing opportunity to be a part of, really a -a once-in-a-lifetime experience. Um, It was so awesome being able to connect with everyone from the Hamilton community and just football fans from around Canada to celebrate uh, our beautiful game. It was uh, a lot of fun being a part of the Grey Cup. Not much sleep, but I just worked on adrenaline as always during that week. It was a lot of fun. And, you know, I volunteered in sporting events for over 12 years. And so to have an opportunity to work full time in football in like an event capacity, it was extremely rewarding. What was your takeaway from your work on the Grey Cup that you can carry over to this conference coming up? a tough question Anthony you're putting me on the spot here (laughs) Uh, 
I think for me, and I've said this in other capacities with football, when you find something that you love and you're so passionate about, it doesn't feel like work. I was putting in between 16 to 18 hours a day with the Grey Cup Festival, uh, long days, barely any sleep, but it was just so exhilarating and so much fun. It didn't feel like work. It was super rewarding. And just knowing that everything that I was doing was contributing to the Grey Cup Festival um, was just extremely rewarding. And taking that forward into the conference, you know, our second annual women's football football conference we're so excited for the support that we've received over the last year and a half to build this and we're so excited to be back and that's something you know we're putting in long hours right now preparing for the conference but you know once we get there friday march 1st it's all going to be worth it the two of you are role models and pioneers in the world of women's football we talked roughly about this same time last year and i said it then and i'm going to say it again now you have individually and combined put women's football in the front of everyone's mind across the country. What drives you to continue this journey? Um, so I think for me, it really kind of sunk in the first uh, women's tackle national championship that we talked a little bit about. Um, before that, I'd never really experienced women's football. I played myself for a semester of intramurals in undergrad, but never really experienced women's football and especially not women's tackle football before that first national championship. Um, but to see the way the girls sort of like come together, how much they love the sport and to see, you know, them aspire to be either like coach T like myself, like other women in football and want these opportunities to continue growing in this space. I think that's what really does it for me um, just to have, you know, some of those athletes on that first team Ontario team, they came to the conference last year because they wanted more opportunities to be involved. They didn't want their football experience to end when they sort of aged out of playing. I think that's what motivates me is to continue to give them more opportunities and show them the path forward to continue working in football. And as Em said, for me, it's just creating these opportunities that didn't exist when Em and I were 15, 16, 17 years old. Uh, it's about creating those opportunities that didn't exist when, when I was a young girl wanting to play tackle football and there weren't opportunities other than high school boys football typically was was all boys on the field. Um, so for me, it's just reaching out to see, you know, what the demand is, but there's demands for women in all aspects of football. It doesn't matter whether it's SNC coaching, um, officiating, football ops as an athlete. And I think it's our job to create these opportunities and to really provide these chances for women at the next level. Football is the most inclusive sport. Uh, there's a role for every single person, no matter what you look like, what your, your body type is or what your abilities are. And I think to extend that into women and gender minorities is, is a huge opportunity. So we'll just continue to do that. I, I can't believe the work that you do, and I'm such a fan. And as we mentioned, the second annual conference is coming up here in just a few short weeks. Uh, let's talk about the success of last year's inaugural event. Yeah, so last year, um, you know, we were excited just to create this platform and to have, you know, three attendees sign up. It absolutely um, blew away our expectations. We had 25 speakers within our network 
friends and, and colleagues throughout football that, that volunteered their time to do presentations and to create this amazing two-day conference at Tim Hortons Field. We had amazing partners in Football Ontario, the Hamilton Sports Group, Hamilton Tiger Cats, and NFL Canada. It was a great event. We had over 70 attendees for year one, and our goal was 30. <laughs> so to more than double this, we were just so grateful and so blessed to be able to provide this opportunity. And it was honestly very rewarding to see women and gender minorities come together and share their passion of football, but also to recognize that, you know, their journey is unique, but there's many pathways to achieve whatever goal they have in football. And some of that storytelling that we did was just so impactful for everyone in the room. Yeah, I think kind of something we wanted to build on for this year, like T said, there was a lot of you know, storytelling last year, it was our first, obviously the first annual conference. So it was a good way to kind of have a really general and open space for people to kind of, again, provide them networking opportunities to get them to know other people in the space, whether it be female coaches or men in the space that support women in football or officials or operations staff. Um, but this year we've kind of tried to even expand on that and make it bigger and better. You know, we learned a couple of some good lessons last year, but we were also able to attract people from across Canada to the first event, which was really great for us just to show us that there is a demand for this type of event in Canada right now and for specifically women in football. So I think, yeah, like T said, last year was amazing and we were really happy with the success, but we were really excited to make some changes and make 2024 even better. When did the discussion start for 2024? Immediately after last year. <laughs> I think T maybe took two days off and then it was like, okay, what are we doing for 2024? I didn't know if you would take some time to, you know, debrief, but no, you jumped right into it. That's great. So let's get into it. We've been seeing some announcements already on social media for special guests. And we'll start with the special guests and speakers. Tell us who's lined up for this year so far. We've got some amazing people that are dedicating their time and sharing their expertise during the second annual conference. Um, we're really excited. Of course, Emma and I are back. We're going to be doing uh, a session each individually. Um, we've got a lot of leaders within female football in Canada, and we're really excited to showcase them and everything that they do for the sport, everything that they bring to the community and really give them an opportunity to share their expertise. We've got a lot of OUA coaches and youth sports coaches that are, are also going to be a part of the second annual women's football conference. Um, we haven't announced all of them, so the lineups are still coming in, but we're going to have about 36 speakers this year. So we're really excited. We're doing a breakout style session this year on the Saturday where speakers will have 45 minutes. So we're expanding the time limit from last year to really allow speakers to get in depth with their topic of choice and to really share their expertise. Some of the OUA coaches that we have and U sports coaches that are already committed to the conference for this year include Chris Hopkins, McMaster O-line coach, Nathaniel Griffith from York University is doing a session on writing a football resume and networking. Andrew Graham is the head strength and conditioning coach for Waterloo. Gavin Lake is the DC at St. Mary's University out east. Brian Jones is uh, doing a receiver session for us from York University. Zach Colangelo is also the DC from Mount A. 
Um, and then we also have Taylor Mickleborough, who was the first female OUA official. So all of these individuals are going to be presenting their amazing topics, and we just can't wait to hear from them. I've been seeing some other presenters on social media. So who else is coming that are non-OUA or coaching affiliated? Yeah, for sure. So first person that comes to mind is Tara Marakic. Um, she is in Quebec, located in Montreal. She is part of the Football Canada Board of Directors, and she also has a lot of experience coaching flag football and officiating as well. So she presented at the conference last year, but we've asked her to come back this year, speak a little bit more on the officiating side. Again, just trying to branch out and give other perspectives. Um, we also have some presenters from our Team Ontario staff who coach our U18 women's tackle team. So our head coach, uh, Coach Carly Manners, as well as Coach Paige Hamilton, who's on that staff as well. We also have Coach Sonia Rohde, who is coming back, who was one of the CFL women and football participants with the Ottawa Red Blacks. And she also coached on the first ever women's tackle Indigenous team at the tackle championship last year. So again, another great group of women role models of Canadian football that'll be attending the conference this year. How do you plan on who you want to come in, attend, present, and be speakers and the type of content that they would have to give to this type of conference? Yeah, I think as I mentioned, um, some of the feedback that we got from last year and then some of our early planning stages was how do we sort of narrow down the conference, but we still wanted it to be accessible to as many people as possible and for as many people to sort of get something out of the conference. So we wanted to incorporate some more programming for current athletes. So that's something we tried to incorporate for this year, um, as well as continue with football coaches. And then we wanted to focus on officials as well. Um, again, this is probably an issue across Canada, but something in Ontario that we're facing is we need football officials to continue growing the sport. Same with coaches. So we wanted to, you know, provide those opportunities to people and really bring them to the conference. But then like T said, provide those breakout sessions. So you know, if I'm coming to the conference as a current athlete, I can have an option of what session I want to choose, what speaker or what topic sort of interests me. And then that way there's really programming available throughout the weekend for anyone that's attending. Has there been any contact, I guess, <clears throat> excuse me, from the CFL at all with their women in football program that they host every year that both of you have been a part of? Yeah, for sure. So last year, at the conference, we had a panel of uh, the CFL women in football participants. Um, so we had a few of the participants come in, do a panel, speak about their experience in the first ever CFL women in football program. And again, just really valuable for anyone looking to further their career in football or for current athletes, again, to show them different possibilities and different paths forward. Um, it was great because we had a mix of people on that panel who worked in football operations roles, um, who worked in equipment, who worked in football coaching within the CFL. So again, just showing them all of the opportunities that are available. So that panel will be back again for 2024, obviously with participants from the previous season, just to speak about their experiences and and sort of give them um sort of a lens into the cfl life you could say on top of the speakers you said there's going to be a lot of other things happening what are some of the other like breakout sessions or on field type stuff that you guys are planning this year 
So let's take a look at the schedule and what we have planned for uh, 2024. On Friday evening, that's our welcome night and introductions. So we'll have four speakers that are doing brief 15-minute journey talks on how they got to where they are today. Um, then we have our honored guest speaker, as well as a social evening. On the Saturday, that's when our breakout sessions really kick off. So attendees have the option to choose one of four or five sessions that they would like to attend for the hour and really gain expertise in that area from the presenter. On Saturday afternoon, we have a stadium tour followed by the women in football panel. And then we have our keynote address. On Sunday, we have the morning of breakout sessions as well, three more breakout session opportunities. And then the afternoon, we're really excited to uh, offer on-field drills and, and progression drills for attendees. Something that we're excited to add this year as well is we are hosting an officials clinic in partnership with the Hamilton Football Officials Association, and their in-class session will happen Sunday morning, as well as their officials training on field Sunday afternoon. So when we're running through our progression drills, there will be an officials training going on as well. Then we've incorporated a flag scrimmage into the event just to have some fun and, you know, everyone can, can play the game that we all love. And then thank yous, a group picture, and, and wrapping up the event. I really love, especially the one that you talked about that for the, how they got to where they are today, how important is something like that to show everybody? Because a lot of people might think, oh, it's impossible to get there, but it's really not. Yeah. I think T and I are good examples of this. Um, we're both, obviously we have different roles in football now, and we've had, you know, many different positions. I don't even want to think about how many combined years of football volunteering T and I have done, but I think we're true examples of showing that, you know, it's important to take the opportunities as they come up and also that nobody's path is linear, but I think it's also really important to show young people and anyone kind of looking to get involved in football, that there are opportunities out there. Um, even if it starts, you know, with volunteering with your local organization, or if it starts, you know, when you're a teenager and you're officiating and you start to get to know the game a little bit better that way. But just, again, this conference really serves as like a big networking event. And I've said it before that that networking portion is really my favorite part, just to see people from, you know, all different areas, you know, coaches, players, officials, football operations, strength and conditioning, like everyone is just so passionate about football in one room. And then we're hoping that that leads to, you know, somebody's next step in football. Going off of what Em said, you know, she's really passionate about the networking portion. I'm super passionate about the X's and O's, right? I want to have that opportunity to learn one-on-one -on -one from an experienced coach or someone in the field and, and really learn how I can improve my game. I think when we talk about journeys, it's also important to let everything sink in. And, you know, for attendees that may never have been to another football event previously, realize that you can do it. It doesn't take anything special, but hard work and a passion for the game. And that's how we all got there. And I think just for young girls to be able to sit at the conference and understand, like, I can do this one day, you know, and to really see themselves in a presenter or, you know, in, in someone that's, that's sharing their expertise. I think that's really invaluable. My, the biggest start I got was honestly from social media. How important is something like that when you're tying in that, how, how someone got there talking about how important it is for like the DMS and social media, the LinkedIn stuff like that. For me, I've found it pretty 
beneficial. I started my own like football Instagram account that I've, I mean, again, it's just become my life at this point. I don't use my personal social media anymore. Everything just funnels through my football one, but that's where, again, I've built connections with people. And, you know, for my job at Football Ontario, I've been able to connect with athletes and parents and chat with them about our program. So for me, I found it super, super useful. And then I've also been able to use it to kind of help connect other people in this space, which has been really great for me. Um, I was just at, again, a women's flag tournament at the weekend, because what else would I be doing with my time? But I've had people, you know, ask me about the CFL women in football program, and I've been able to kind of use my network to connect them with other people that I know. So for me, it's been super beneficial. And I really see, you know, the value in, in social media for that aspect. And earlier on, Emily mentioned how, you know, we all don't have linear pathways. And that's something that's super common for women and gender minorities in football is we didn't have that traditional pathway of playing high school, playing university, playing in the CFL, and then going into coaching, for example, right? It's quite different for women and gender minorities in football. So social media is a way for us to bridge that gap a little bit and to create and maintain those connections that we might not otherwise have had the opportunity to be introduced to someone. Now I say that, but I want to preface that by saying I'm a very much like in-person communicator and building relationships in person. I think nothing beats, you know, at, at a game, going up to another coach and introducing yourself, right. And, and talking a little bit about your journey. I think that's important, but how else are we supposed to keep in, in touch nowadays? Of course, we could exchange phone numbers, but I think the logical one is just over social media. So I have coaches from out east and out west that I just keep in touch via social media. So I think that's been hugely helpful, but I think we have to realize that in order for women to get noticed often uh, within football, you know, we do have to build up a bit of a portfolio on our social media channels. And I think that's how it is quite different from men as we have to be able to give a bit of a resume and our journey and some storytelling on our social media channels and, and start to prove ourselves, you know, in that medium. I also really love the football resume one that you're going to have. That is a great thing to have as well, because it doesn't matter what, how much or how little you have on it. We all start somewhere, right? Yeah, I'm really excited for that session too. And Coach Nate from York was all over that when I mentioned that topic. He's, you know, every single time I see him, he's so energetic and he's such a great people person and he's a great coach and a great motivator. And I think, you know, having him present on how to prepare a football resume and, and how to properly network within the space, he's going to be the perfect presenter for that one. I can't wait. And you were talking about like the breakaway sessions and the things that are happening kind of off the field, but what kind of exciting things are going to be happening on the field this year? Yeah, so we're excited to get on the turf at Tim Hortons Field, home of the Hamilton Tiger Cats. Um, we're going to be doing a drills and uh, skills progression clinic, if you will. So we've got a bunch of female coaches that are going to be um, splitting up into positional groups and working through about an hour of progressional drills for their station. So we're really excited to offer that as that's going on. Um, we're also going to be having our officials clinic, which is happening on the field as well, um, in partnership with the Hamilton Football Officials Association. So we're excited to be partnering with them. 
Um, and then afterwards, we're just going to have a scrimmage right on the turf. There's no better way to cap off an amazing weekend celebrating all of our journeys in, in football and celebrating Canadian football than to have a great scrimmage. So really excited for that. So we've been talking a lot about the breakout sessions, for example, we've had a lot of the coaching ones and we've had a lot of the officials ones that we've talked about, but what about for the athlete focus? Yeah, we saw a lot of current athletes uh, attend the first annual women's football conference. So this year we're really excited to offer specific breakout sessions for current athletes. So we've got a football fundamentals course that we're offering uh, with basic fundamentals, X's and O's, so that players can really increase their football IQ. We've also got a session from one of our former Team Ontario athletes who's turned into a coach from player to coach. So if you are looking at taking that next step in a professional football journey in terms of moving from a player into a different role of football, that's going to be a great session as well. We've also got um, a session from Andrew Graham at the University of Waterloo, head strength and conditioning coach, is going to be talking about high performance training for athletes. So we've got some great breakout sessions that are really tailored to current athletes to help them in all aspects of their game. So there's literally something for everyone like we talk about. There's something for the coaching side. There's something for more of the operations side. There's something for the officials. And there's lots of stuff even for the athlete. And that's really our goal, Anthony. When we created the Women's Football Conference, it was supposed to be a fully inclusive event for women and gender minorities, regardless of whatever role they were looking to uh, continue with in football or pivot into an additional role in football. So whether you're a current football athlete or you're looking at getting into coaching or officiating, SNC, football ops, whatever it may be, we have the session for you. And there's definitely people that will be attending the conference that would be happy to network with you and really help you take that first step. So let's talk about the attendance. How are, what are you doing differently this year from last year to try to reach more people? Um, I think, you know, we're in a good position this year because we have, you know, the success of the event last year. And as I mentioned earlier, we were really fortunate last year and something we weren't expecting is to draw people from across Canada. So we have, you know, those established connections from, you know, our team Ontario experience, but also through the conference and people that, you know, flew from Alberta, for example, to come and see the conference and experience it. So, you know, we have people that attended last year that can speak on their experience and speak about the value of the conference that, you know, we're really grateful for. Um, you know, obviously we have a network now of people that we know in Ontario and Quebec and Alberta, Saskatchewan, people that came to the conference and, and got something out of it, but then can also refer it to people and um, hopefully use it to propel other people forward in their, in their football journeys. And we'll also be offering a worldwide stream again through our partners with millions. So it's fully accessible for everyone. Um, and we've, you know, offered that at a, at a low cost as well, hoping that, you know, anyone who's interested can attend with us virtually. How special is it that the Hamilton Tiger Cats are so involved every year? Um, so T and I are probably both a little biased with this one, given our recent histories with Hamilton, but I am really grateful. And it's one of the reasons why I love the organization. I had an incredible experience in the CFL women in football program with the Thai cats, but this is one of the reasons why I love this organization and the team is that their passion and their dedication to 
community events and, you know, these types of initiatives, like having women involved in football is, it's evident in the fact that they, again, have brought us back for a second year and are, again, as I mentioned, we started talking about 2024 immediately after last year wrapped and the Hamilton Tiger Cats and Hamilton Sports Group were a part of that conversation. They wanted to have us back. They, you know, were happy to show off, you know, the facilities and do the tour there and, you know, they want people in that club level where the CFL Hall of Fame is that way you can look out onto the field and they're just excited to show off the donut box and have people back there for a second year. Last question for each of you. What are each of you most excited for coming up this year for 2024? And is there anything else that we've missed? Um, I think T kind of mentioned it is, is that first day or that first evening of the conference. Um, I think, again, that's my favorite part is my favorite part last year is seeing everyone, you know, in that same space, having these really great conversations about women in football and Canadian football specifically. Um, with my role at Football Ontario, these are conversations that I want people to be able to have more often and have those conversations in person. I feel like if we could run this every few months, we'd be a lot more productive and what we can accomplish. But I think just seeing, you know, people, you know, something I really liked last year was seeing some of our athletes being able to connect with, you know, some of the women that work in the CFL or some of the female coaches or people from other provinces that maybe they wouldn't get to interact with. So I think just being able to provide that opportunity to everyone. And again, seeing everyone in the same space just makes me really happy and really proud that we can run this event. And for me, I'm super excited for our honored guest speaker and our key keynote speaker. So on Friday night, we're going to be having uh, a coach come in from the CFL uh, to be our honored guest speaker the Friday night. Very excited to have her in Hamilton and to welcome her back out of the season. Um, and then on Saturday night, we also have someone else who works very closely with the CFL and who has really been a champion for women in football and women's football in the country. So very excited for both of these speakers uh, and to announce them very soon. Can't wait for that. But for me personally, I'm super excited to get on the turf on the Sunday afternoon. That's something, unfortunately, we didn't get to do last year, um, but really excited to get on the turf and really just take it all in. I think it's a perfect way to cap off a conference is to be running routes and, you know, just having a lot of fun with your friends, with your football colleagues uh, on a turf of a CFL stadium. It's really the perfect ending in my opinion. Coach Taylor, Emily, thank you again for coming back this year to talk about the conference. And I can't wait to see how it goes. And I can't wait to talk about what the next year, the third annual is going to look like. Thank you so much, Anthony. Appreciate the opportunity. Thank you. That was our conversation with Coach Taylor McIntyre and Emily Todd, the founders of the annual Women's Football Conference. Again, that's coming up on March 1st to 3rd at the Tim Hortons Field in Hamilton. Can't wait to see the event. It's going to be absolutely amazing. These ladies just do such an amazing job all across Canada, and everyone should really check out this conference. It's such a great thing, well-needed, and they just do a fantastic job. As always, you can find us on Instagram, X, and Threads at Around the CFL Podcast. Send us a DM, give us a follow. I'd love to hear from each and every one of you. 
And again, you can listen to us on iHeart, Apple, Amazon, Spotify, or anywhere else you get your podcasts from. And please go ahead and keep leaving those five-star reviews. Absolutely loving the feedback. That is it for us this week, and we'll see you later.